0: see shade feel reallylied to right
1: now ready to play it's time for you to earn your stripes Johnny
0: are we the hunter or are we the prey
2: i'm gonna go ahead and uh, take the money and run' <laughs> My
0: heart is so long We are live coming here with a brand new stir the pod podcast show i'm your host trevor tonight we are joined by andy andy how you doing tonight what up what up and we are also joined by alex alex welcome back how you doing yo 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 and we are here with the stir the pod untold history documentary recap show and before we even get started I think I can speak for this entire group that this pod might just go off the fucking rails. I mean, this is what we've been waiting for for a while. It was a little mix of like American Vandal mixed in with a little Woodstock 99. Like, I love the vibes tonight. It, It got me fired up for this new season of the challenge. I don't know how you guys feel, but... Maybe it's just the challenge withdrawal, like we haven't seen it in a while. I'm, I I had goosebumps part of that episode tonight, so I don't know about you guys. One of you guys want to spitball right here? What was your opening thoughts?
2: Yeah, I, I'm fired up as well. Um, I think you know we saw. I think that they were releasing this uh, documentary a month ago or so, and at that time we had no idea when season 38 was coming on and then like a couple weeks go by i think last week was when the trailer dropped and so we basically put all the puzzle pieces together a la a final challenge and we realized that this documentary is going to lead us up right into season 38 in season 38 it's like a nine month gap i mean the last challenge season, the last flagship show was in 2021. We're Ah. almost in October 2022. So this, the challenge untold history, is kind of like a little appetizer. It's like a little preseason for us. It's going to lead us right into there. So, you know, we're going to break down the whole trailer or the whole two hours that we got tonight. But like you said, Trev, just the butterflies of just being back. It's kind of a good lead up into season 38. Andy,
1: opening thoughts. Yeah,
2: I mean, it's hard knocks. It's hard knocks for the NFL season
1: and you don't you kind of forget about it you don't realize how much you miss it and you love it and then you see this and you just get immediately reminded of oh my god I love the challenge it's back we're back we sir the pod are back everyone's back and I'm so happy so speaking of we are back we are live does
0: this mean we are going to be live for the next like 25 weeks, 20 weeks for Stir the Pod. Wow. I mean, like I mean, I I, guess we're back. I guess print the T-shirts, get the newspaper, MJ, we're back. Um, so I don't know how we kind of want to tackle this documentary. Alex, I don't know if you have any ideas or Andy. Um, I, I kind of like the breakup of it had, but um, is there anything that we should get started
2: talking about this doc? I I think kind of what we liked about it, how we thought they put it together. Um, I mean, my first thought was the first 10, 15 minutes that we got, which kind of led into what we already talked about, which was like the challenges back. It made me love the show, the first like 15 minutes, where it was just like showing highlights. There was really no structure to it. It was just like, you know, showing Challenger in the the dark room, interviewing them, just getting these like 30-second clips, like – that made me love the challenge so that kind of got the got the juices flowing and then i think they just like did a really good job with the two hours i'm curious to see what the third i think i think third and last segment of it is um but i think they did a good job just kind of progressing we're going to break some of it down but i think overall i enjoyed the two hours and especially the first 15 minutes or so
0: and and before i we go on and talk more i apologize the first thing that we should have done. Is Welcome back to the chat. Jesse Adams, Mikey the Doctor, uh, the real OGs back at it again. I know there's a few other people that were tweeting at us tonight and stuff. Um, love to see it. Love to have you guys a part of the show. Feel free always message us in the comments, YouTube, Twitter, DMs, wherever. We're happy to answer those questions throughout the entire night. Andy, anything else you want to talk about in the beginning opening stages? I thought personally um, – the only, and I don't, I don't want to talk that negatively of tonight's entire show, but I wish it was just a little bit longer with that kind of stuff. I don't Ooh. know if you got that. like. I, I love the background of getting to. I think kind of at the end of episode one, we kind of got to what um, was it? The island was that the break off, or was it fresh meat?
2: It was. It was like rivals.
0: Rivals. Sorry. Was, excuse yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like that was too far in the timeline. Like, I would have liked more behind-the-scenes stuff of the early seasons coming up with the ideas. And obviously that stuff's not out there. And a lot of that stuff, let's be honest, is, I mean, that we saw some glimpse of it kind of beating around the bush and stuff like that, Wes's partner, a lot of backstory and, uh, you know, stuff they can't air today, today and, and that's fine. Uh, but I, I just love the idea of watching something grow and obviously like today, I mean, the challenge is massive, but like just the early stages, I wish we could have gotten a little more
1: us, uh, Andy, anything else? Oh no, sorry. I actually thought you asked a question to me and then you answered. So are, are you good? Uh, yeah, I'm good. Okay. I thought, the same. Oh, But seriously, I, mean, I think <laughs> <laughs> like seeing the Mutum guy and seeing like the actual Godfathers and the crazy minds, that conducted this show back in the 90s talk about like how they came about that idea and then like to see what they're talking about now and like how they go forward it's nuts and it's something i had no clue about yeah i mean it's a part and, and that's why i wish it was a little more i guess
0: like i love the behind the scenes stuff uh getting into episode two not too far but like the flood and stuff like that like that's the stuff i like seeing in these kind of things stuff that we don't really know about like we've heard the whisperings we've heard everything but like until you actually see like the footage and stuff i mean it's it's crazy um another thing in the opening segment um you know i think all three of us i correct me if i'm wrong i think we've seen all the episodes of the early seasons. So when they were going kind of through them and how it, you know, it started off becoming missions and then it became, you know, challenges into eliminations and stuff. I don't know how you guys felt, but I mean, that that's just all like, I love that stuff. Like, it's just such like a, a refresher and like kind of what we talked about, how they're upgrading like season by season. And maybe now and embrace debate later on, like maybe they're going too far uh, and they're doing too much now, but like, it's cool to see from missions to the first politics that were kind of shown. Uh, I think that was Battle of the Seasons, or it was like or season five or whatever. I forget who it was, but um, you know they talked about that and stuff. So, uh, any other you know any any other things that stick out to you in kind of that beginning stage of the the beginning of? I mean, uh,
2: I mean just just going off of that, Trev. I think that was one of my favorite parts about the whole two hours of the documentary. I think that was the thing they did, in my opinion, the best, was just kind of like highlighting the key milestones of the challenge. Like we went five seasons and then we did this big thing. We did five seasons and then we did this big thing. Um, And we'll get into some of those things. But, yeah, I think that was my favorite part. And, you know, they broke it down. They did the classic sliding timeline, which is, you know, always makes it easier to follow. Um, And I think the start of that, once we as the viewers kind of get – shown that this is the format that we're going to do was, um, the beginning shows with real world and road rules and getting even just some of that footage from like, I mean, literally the early nineties, I mean, some of us were, were negative years old at the time. And so the fact that they kind of, um, at least give us somewhat of a background of like these were the shows that started the challenge and to like us kind of watching the show, recapping the show today it's almost like unrecognizable. It's like a different show, but it's like it's incredible to kind of see just how far it's come from that very first thirty minutes of the documentary.
0: Absolutely. Um, another part, kind of in the history. How about the uh, one thing that kind of stuck out was how about Mark Long hosting? I kind of forgot about that. Legend. Um, I thought it was funny how they only did it for one season uh, because he was, like, partying with the castmates, and they were literally telling him the challenges, like, two minutes before they were on because he would just, like, give it away. Uh, Like, stuff like that is just hilarious. Um, But who else were the other hosts before? We had Dave Mirra, RIP, uh, and then the guy who did – what's his name? Yeah, Yeah,
2: I, th- yeah. I think, Yeah, I think they did a good job leading up to that too because I think obviously TJ is the headliner. But they also mentioned that the first few seasons, there was no host. They just yeah. kind of had, I think, the producers bossing them around. And then it went to uh, the one with Mark and some guy named Eric. And then they were partying with the cast and everything. And then it went to Mosley, went to Dave Mira, RIP. And then we'll get into TJ in, in a little bit. But yeah, I think they, they did a good job highlighting those early seasons. So it seems like, and Trev, I know you've specifically seen some of these early seasons. The first, I don't know, five, I think Battle of the Seasons is when they mentioned it. First, four, So the first four seasons, it was just like six people coming on, doing like stupid challenges, singing competitions. And then the fifth season, they said they like amped it up. And, and at that time they did. I mean, it's crazy looking back now. But at the time they amped it up, they brought in, 32 people battle of seasons like a full-fledged format. They have a host, and then from there we're off.
0: Yeah, and I was gonna, I was gonna bring up, um, where do you think kind of, this is gonna kind of lead into TJ? If you would have liked a host to stick around, who would have you liked? Or maybe there's a different person outside of, I don't know. They were kind of in that X Games, so like I'm thinking like a Travis Pastrana or, or something like that, one of those jackass guys or whatever. Could Do you think the show – obviously, I think TJ is a staple of the show. I mean, you've obviously seen it tonight. How big of a – if it was somebody else in that role, let's just say Dave Mira, how big of a show do you think the challenge would be compared to today? I
1: think it'd still be as big. I mean, TJ is a staple, but he would just – kind I don't want to say he was just along for the ride – but like especially early on when it hadn't really taken off, and then by the time it does start growing in popularity a lot, he's just there. Like he's a he part caught the of it. right wave. Yeah, which good for him. And yeah, he's obviously the coolest guy in the world. So I think it still would be as big as it is today, but we just all want to know and love TJ Lavin like we do today.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And 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 some of those other hosts, like Mark Long, is still obviously you know heavily involved with like challenge stuff. And, you know, and Johnny Mosley. Johnny Mosley was the host for a few seasons, and he's done fairly recently some of the reunion shows. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, I, I always have a little smirk at him.
0: God. He's not bad. And then who who took over, kind of going a little off the rails, who took over for him for reunion shows? Didn't they have Devin after him? And then that's when they started going completely off the rails where they got, like, Vernon Davis and, like, they were just pulling people off the streets. Like, hey, yeah. I need some extra money. Let's pull this X ex- NFL tight end. Sean Merriman was probably up there at some point.
2: Like, yeah, the reunion, the reunion host list is just the whole nother whole nother shit show.
0: And that's another thing, kind of going backwards, uh, that the challenge was kind of the first to start a reunion show, which was kind of interesting to see with the real world and stuff like that, and just you know that whole process of bringing castmates back after you know filming for how long. Um, you know, I love that stuff. Um, looking at the chat, uh, good to see Jesse Adams. I said, No Hype Network. Welcome to STP. Have, have we seen you guys before? I always forget. Um, mm. Looks like a new crew, but uh, love to see it. Feel free ask us questions, whatever. We're always through. Uh, so, looking into kind of the news or the next segment of it, I would say this is when we started getting into more of TJ Lavin, correct? Um, yeah, yeah. and you know, we kind of hinted at it earlier, but TJ caught the right wave. Um, you know, and just, I think the biggest thing for him that stuck out is the no quitter uh, thing. I mean, we saw it a ton tonight and no, why I say that, why that motto, even for him to get in that bike accident and to come back and uh, be a host like that following season goes, a, goes a long way. Wait, what's this fantasy football league? Kind of sketch.
2: No, that's my boy no hype. God. They they kind of introduced TJ in almost two different waves in the documentary. Like the yeah. first one was um when like the time that he starts hosting and they, you know, they get all the cast members like, "Oh, TJ just had a different feel, blah blah." blah. And then they kind of go away from that, they go into some other season, some other stuff that happened, the island and all that. And then they kind of revisit him with the whole bike accident and then they go into that a lot and they show like a lot of footage and everything um i mean tj tj is just a legend i mean what should we just tackle the whole tj thing right now
0: yeah dot, dot, dot. What, what what else is there to say i mean we've already kind of said he's the goat i mean we've kind of hinted at everything what, what else were you going to say
1: I would just say aside from him being a GOAT, I would also say he's a legend.
2: God. Is the delay that bad? Did you did you guys know that Leroy and Adam were at the accident? That was the first time no. I found that out. No.
1: I had no idea.
2: And, and then they were like, also rivals.
1: Like, they didn't look like rivals when they were there.
2: It's just hanging out.
0: <laughs> just just the fake rivalries. Wasn't there wasn't, what's the latest rivals? Wasn't there like Twitter beef and stuff like that? Like it was all like bullshit rivals. Like, you know, you know, BME, they're just, they're just itching to start anything. So uh, the fifth segment of EP1, I think it would probably be Alex's favorite session, uh, the most important season of his career, and maybe even the challenge. Fresh meat. I know Alex is obviously the biggest fresh meat person here. Um, I, I have to. I have to call a timeout here. I'm looking at the chat and what what is going on? Why? Are, what is this fantasy football league? There's trade offers coming in. I mean, this is just. I I I can't right now. Alex and Adam and Andy might be going behind my back and doing this. Fantasy Football League, so uh, Boogie Brown's now in the chat. I mean, this is just getting off the rails. But I'm, I'm – fresh,
2: fresh meat, fresh meat. Fresh
0: meat, fresh meat. So I'll give the floor to Alex because Alex is the fresh meat king. Uh What do you have to say about that whole segment?
2: I mean, that segment was great. I've been talking about it for years now about how fresh meat was just, you know, the perfect influx of life that we needed. Uh, they did it twice. Who knows when they'll do it a third time? I've been advocating it strongly on the, on these airwaves for years for a Fresh Meat three, um, but I think they get, did a good job highlighting the fact that, like, I mean, literally every person on the show up until then had either come from real world or Road Rules. Let's bring in some new faces. Let's bring in some fresh meat. Let's bring in some people who actually want to be on the challenge. That's what they did twice. They should do it a third time. We got Laurel. We got Kara. We got Evelyn. We got Kenny. We got Big Fat Easy. We got a Wait, ton of heavy hitters. Literally, literally, who was
0: before Evelyn?
2: Wes's partner. <laughs> we got Wes's partner. We got a yeah. lot of. We got a lot of good names. Gotcha.
0: I, I would say, Andy, Do you, I, I, I know you're not a huge fan of fresh meat, and I really don't want you to bring the negative light down in this situation. I, I'm trying to be as positive. So maybe we'll just skip your opinion of fresh meat
1: tonight. Is that fine? or Watch do you it. I mean, what Havi what just said there, I've been saying for years and years. And it's amazing. But it's great to see. I mean, their whole mindset when they talked about wanting to introduce fresh meat is exactly what I've been saying is needed right now. Don't reinvent the wheel. Run jet sweep every single play. God.
0: So then we go into kind of the last segment of EP1, uh, the island, which, I mean, I, I don't know how you guys feel about the island. I love that island. I think it was it, – it's one of those seasons where it works one or two times max and then you can't do it again. Um I mean it just shows you how nutty BME are and literally trying to kill these people. I mean, you had scenes I, I I already know Alex's favorite scene was probably when bananas was stealing food from production. I mean, what a legend.
2: The the island, like I mean, I couldn't have said it any better. It I mean, looking back, it's like, what were the fuck were they doing? But at the same time, I think it fits into the larger story in a weird way. Um they couldn't do it a whole lot. They only did it once, obviously. But I think to just do something different, which is what they kind of spent a lot of the second half of the documentary talking about, like, oh, we challenge ourselves to like do something bigger and different and better each season. The island kind of did that. And like it was uh just so much different from anything we've seen, but I think in a weird way it just kind of it, it just kind of fits.
1: Yeah. Andy. I I've really enjoyed it. It was like uh And it could be one of those things where you think you do it halfway through a series. We're obviously far beyond that. It was pretty much in the first quarter at this point. But I I do think it was a wild concept. I mean, they totally screwed them over. And then cooking food where the wind just takes it right into their little cabanas. I mean, that's just so smirk. So I liked it. It was a nice twist. And it obviously, like how it played out politically and for the game was also wild. So I was a big yeah. fan. If uh, in
0: chat, please also answer this. If we were to have a Island two with kind of this era, who would be the people that you would want to see in there?
2: Ooh. I mean, I would want to see Fezzi in there for the simple fact that, you know, he would come in there episode one talking about kind of like how bananas and those clowns did like, Oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bigger, heavier male. So I need more food. And he would just like complain and and cry the whole time. It would be a lot different from some of the two a days that he did at the university of Tennessee. So I think it would be like interesting to see a guy like that. Who's like a big physical specimen, put him on an Island, no food, no nothing. I, I think would be, Maybe top of my list for people that I would want to see on island too, Chattanooga.
1: I think the one person that stuck out to me, and I don't quite know why, but look, just the first thing that popped in my head would be Kayla. Because Kayla is a lunatic as is. So to see her on an island and when she's starving and when she's tired and all that stuff, like I just feel like her, watching her go through that would be so hilarious. I I like Jesse Adams' comment. Nelly T trying to make a fire.
0: <laughs> that that's that's up there for comment of the night. I would hundred percent agree with that. I think Nelly T, Josh, Josh would be pretty funny to see.
1: I think I mean, Josh. When, the
0: thing is, like that era, love bananas. Kenny, Evan, Evelyn. I mean, like that era, like can do it. You put these clowns out there they will break, like literally break. Like, I, I don't think that the season could even happen because they would be sued, they'd be fired, they would – everything would happen. I'm trying to think of one. What about uh, – I, I think Alex and I have been saying this for a while too. Can we, like, get Tony Reigns back? I think,
2: like – Get him back. Get him back for one of the Burger King challenges and just keep him on the show.
0: <laughs> My <kids are> <laughs> i just won't read that comment because i mean uh, that's just awesome
2: so All right. so so the first the first hour the first half of tonight's show kind of takes us to where we are now it starts with the little like oh the challenge is back and then it kind of does a big <laughs> timeline <laughs> it does a big timeline takes us up to 2008 nine ish with the island and everything before we get into the second half of the show, um, do you guys have anything else from the first half? Because I have one thing that I, I think we got to touch was um, around – I think it was season five was the hurricane.
0: God. Was, no, Camilla
1: Camilla came in later.
2: <laughs> no, they no, purposely – And then after that her.
1: was also Naya. Gosh.
2: So, so I think it was the first um, – Big season that they did, Battle of the Seasons, and they planned it right in, uh, uh where was it? San Juan? God, Cabo, San Lucas? Cabo, San Lucas. El Club? A week before hurricane season. They have like that, the, uh, the unseen footage where you see like challengers like swimming out in the water, probably drunk. <laughs> The whole city is, like, evacuating. They're just staying inside, having a toga party. I mean, that was incredible.
0: I mean, I sometimes I look at it as, you know, this episode really showed – I mean, it was literally back then the Wild Wild West. It was pre-9-11 TSA. It was insane. Like, you could do whatever you want. Uh, I mean, just the thought of, hey, let's schedule – let, let's let's do a challenge in Puerto Rico or in a Cabo San Lucas at El Club uh, during hurricane season. I mean, like, who thought? I just want to know that intern, that production person that was just like, yeah, that that's the idea. That that's that's gold. Not to mention not to evacuate either. Just have them sit, stand there and like Alex said, diving in the ocean and doing all that stupid shit. So, Andy, they're legends. Gotcha. So anything else from EP1? Nothing? I think we we covered the big points. Mm -hmm. Perfect. So start of EP2 was kind of what we kind of talked about already, but it was more of seeing the return of TJ after his accident and kind of him powering through that whole moment. A couple behind-the-scenes videos there, which were pretty cool to see. I mean, obviously you saw him couldn't be able to walk, couldn't be, um, be able to even, like, lift anything up until you know him doing therapy up until literally him walking out in front of everybody Uh i think that was more of an extended scene we saw some of those shots but even like the production crew coming up behind him and saying hey if you need a minute you know everything like that thought that was a really cool sight to see uh anything else we want to touch on the whole tj part or i, I know we've kind of already hinted
2: at it I, mean, about I, it I loved getting to see all of that i think i'm i'm I liked seeing, like, the hospital videos and just seeing, like, just how serious it was for Tiege. Um, And I also liked, too, that they had, like, the uh, rivals. I think they really dove into how important Rivals was for a lot of different reasons. Um, they spent, I would say, the most time on that season over any. And I liked with TJ that they showed some of the footage where, like, he, you know – they were filming like the cast intros and everything. And then like he had to stop cause he was like kind of getting tired, dizzy and all that. And I like that because as a viewer, you know, if you rewatch rivals now, I feel like you can kind of notice that, which like, you know, it totally makes sense. I mean, it was, I think months, just months after the accident and when he recovered. Um, so, I mean, for him to even be there is insane, but I like that, you know, you were able to see the first time watching rivals that like, yeah, we're glad TJ's back he does look kind of out of it. And then seeing some of this footage tonight, like the behind the scenes after the camera stopped, it just makes you kind of appreciate even more the fact that TJ was even on Rivals.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think one thing to add on to Rivals as being like such a pivotal season was it was really the first one that's whole structure and format was based off previous storylines. Like as opposed to like, inferno or duel or anything like that where it's like it's kind of arbitrarily named and they split it in teams and they go this was one where it's like we now have a lot of history on these people so much so that we can now make a whole season around the challenge as being the background and now like you think about it now almost every season seasons. or at least every other one is based off that
0: Alex, what season was it? Rivals was that 18 or was that Ruins? When, when I'm trying to remember when we were rivals, thinking. rivals was 21. 21. It's crazy to think, like what Andy just said, that we've had 20 seasons before that that had like no, it was, it really was not about the past of anything. And then from now on, like Andy said, Battle EX all these other um shows that you know kind of been the spinoffs of that, and that kind of gets into kind of that new that second part of the episode where we started seeing, you know, these shows come around and then you basically start to get in these new characters. Uh, are you the one? Um, and it, it, it's crazy to me, uh, when they first brought in, are you the one a few years ago? Um, I feel <laughs> like, I feel like it was very, um, like, I forgot how big of a deal it was. Like, now it's like, oh, we're, we, I mean, we joke around about, it, like, oh, we're bringing in, you know, America's Got Talent, you know, rejects and stuff like that. And it's just a part of the show now. It's crazy to me, like, when they showed that Are You the One scene where they're just like, why are they on the show? Like, I love that. And even, like, like I think it was Corey's interview, like, said, like, the target on your back was, like, dead. Like, you, you looked at road rules people, you gave them the tip of the cap. It was like, you respect him. And then these kids come in and you're just like, there's my target game over, you know? So any, anything we want to talk about that segment with?
2: I mean, I, I think, I think Andy put it perfectly. And I think there was, Wes had a couple lines about it. Um, I can't remember exactly what he said, but basically that rivals was kind of the turning point in terms of formats for the show and in seasons and how they cast it and everything. And it's kind of crazy just, Like that's what I like about the whole documentary was that it showed that how much the show has evolved in so many ways. Um, And, you know, every season since then has been, you know, uh, rivals or exes or these people are paired together for this reason or whatever. Um, And so it's crazy to just to think about how, how far we've come with all of them.
0: Yeah. Which leads us into our next session, which the biggest, you know, then it starts to get into bigger prizes, bigger money, uh, Dirty Thirty. Which Dirty Thirty? If if I can remember correctly, that was probably the most anticipated season in a long time that I can remember personally. I, that cast was one of the best casts. Uh, I mean, they hyped that season up so much. TJ with the twist. Uh, obviously, the game. I, I think we have very mixed opinions in this group about the season. I think Alex is a huge fan of it. I'm 50-50 on it, and I think Andy's more like me, too, where it was all right, nothing crazy. Um, but it was one of those seasons where, you know, you know, before, and I think Derek said it, before I was competing for Best Buy gift cards and stuff like that, and now I'm competing for a million dollars, which is true. I mean, it's crazy that kind of skyrocketing, and even if you watch, I mean, think about this. Like, when you see a season, like, um, from Bananas taking the money and run, I mean, he stole what, 275,000 from Sarah. That's it. When Ashley stole 500,000, you know, and I guess it was 127. It was half of that or whatever it was. Um, So it's crazy to see that time shift of money and everything like that and how the game's a lot about money too.
1: Yeah, true. And I mean, it's obviously gone up more and more and, the money's now, to your point about the twist, the money is now a potential twist every season. So they're uh, they're milking that in terms of how they're letting it factor in, in the game. But I like it because aside from getting people from singing shows and whatnot, one good way to get people actually invested is to make it worth their investment.
2: Yeah. Alex, yeah. anything? And, and there was a little stretch there in terms of seasons where they did a lot of rivals, exes, back bloodlines, back-to-back. And then I think the last one was Rivals 3. Obviously, take the money and run was a big twist. And then if you think about it, you have that big bang moment. Next season was Invasion, which I don't think got a single clip or airtime tonight. Um, and then the one after that was Dirty 30. So it was almost like they had this little stretch where it was like, let's play heavily into you know the storylines and who hates who, who hooked up with who. And then they reached the end of that. They tried one little thing with Invasion. They executed that horribly wrong. And then they said, all right, what's the next play we can make? What's the next move we can do here? And they said, all right, let's just make each season bigger and better. Let's increase the prize money. Let's make an emphasis on, like, taking people out, being dirty and all of that. And like you said, Trev, I – I. I can remember back to, I think Dirty 30 came out in like the summer. So I can remember like the summertime leading up to Dirty 30 because Invasion kind of left people, you know, they didn't really love it that much. They were still kind of hanging on the bananas, Sarah moment. And I think they played heavily into like the marketing department for Dirty 30. They had, you know, the, I think that's when they started doing the, uh, the Times Square billboards, you know, Bananas, Cara, all that shit. And they just went all out for Dirty 30. I think they had every single person at the reunion, um, and they just, like, went all out for it. And I think from that point forward, which the documentary showed too, was when they really started pumping out, like, every season's, like, a huge deal.
0: And that leads us into parts four and five of it. Like Alex said, the production value going up.
1: Before we jump into the next season, one thing that they did talk about, for like all the money and everything i really miss when they did prizes every challenge i mean those even though that you you usually get one or two now and whenever it's the bk episode i mean that's that's up there with trivia but they used to do them every single challenge and i thought that was just it touched my heart seeing that again
0: yeah no i i mean when the you X, see tony reigns with the crown yeah exactly um also talking about prizes and stuff. I also, when me and Alex watched Cutthroat a few weeks ago, I also love seeing like, hey, I got a, I got a text from TJ on my sidekick mobile and like stuff like that. The little things like that, I mean, iconic. Uh, but like Alex brought up, kind of the last part was how production value has gone up, you know, elimination's bigger, better, uh, finals tougher, longer, whatever. Do we like that though? Or do we like to go back to the earlier days where it's simpler eliminations, <coughs> 60 minute episodes, <coughs> and like just stuff like that? Is, is it sometimes we're doing too much?
1: Trev, I think a hundred percent. And I think we've talked about that on here. When production tries to do too much, it takes away from what makes the show good. And what makes the show good is you've got 20, 30 people willing to just smash heads into each other in a water pit to go grab a ball. And it's like, tell me that there, that challenge doesn't sound incredible. Like you don't have to do too much. And when they do too much, it's just, come on, the people here doing whatever you tell them to do are what's going to make it exciting. Not how much you guys do.
2: Yeah. This, this part of the documentary, this part of the timeline uh, was what I was most, interested in bringing up tonight because I feel like everything that they laid out until then um, I could kind of like agree with and be like, okay, I can see where they're going with. But at the back of my mind, I was like, all right, what are they going to do when they get to, I don't know, 2018, 2019 through now where they have these seasons where like they even admitted on the show They, you know, make each one like a a a movie, a cinematic thing. They have a setting. Everything kind of goes together, and that's been, I think, collectively on Stir the Pod, our biggest con of the past few seasons. Like they don't need to do that, and so I think it was almost ironic, like hearing them talk about that and admit that because it's 100% true. That's how they've been treating the past few seasons, but we've even before tonight been saying that that's not – they don't need to do that. That's not the best thing.
0: Yeah, and they kind of had that at the end with the pr- – one of the producers was like, there's still so many places we want to go and so many things, ideas that we have. And I'm just like, let's pump the brakes. <laughs> like, I think uh, we can just do like Rivals 4, Battle of the Exes 3, and I'm happy with that. No? I mean, well, those are definitely really the best reasons for – Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I forgot. Fresh Meat 3, Alex, 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 so
1: watch uh, it,
0: classic mix-up. So that was kind of both episodes right then and there. I would definitely say EP1 was better than EP2. I think, I don't know if you guys want to debate that by any means, but I like more of the history route and just, you know, seeing that go. And I tend to gravitate more towards EP1. So
1: same. It's a lot of stuff I didn't know or I hadn't seen. So like, to see it all and to see like have like see the people making the show for the first time, that was awesome. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I I mean I, I I enjoyed both hours. I like them both. I wonder if it's kind of um, hard to judge because we had two hours straight. Like it wasn't like one hour this week, the next hour next week. Um, but I mean I, I enjoyed them both. I liked seeing the whole timeline of how we got here. It was kind of interesting though because I think. EP2 ended with maybe 20 minutes left where they basically did like a long montage of like um, like finals and like eliminations and like all of that kind of just like more overarching challenge stuff. And so we really have no idea what the next one will be, what the next hour will be because the timeline is kind of done. Like they got us up to this point. And so maybe they'll just do like more kind of highlight tape stuff. But I, I enjoyed all all of it.
0: It To be honest, it kind of felt like, as bad as this sounds, just a normal challenge episode. The beginning starting off good, strong, whatever, and then they're just adding fluff at the end. Like, we don't need it. Like, just shorten it, make 60 minutes, and call it a day.
2: God. I I did enjoy kind of just, like, the aspect of the fact that, like, we, you know, when we do these challenge recaps, right, we recap one specific episode and, like, one season out of 30, 40, and this is kind of like a zoom out. It was kind of like when we do the State of the Challenge uh, segment that we do every every now and then. This was kind of that. It was like, let's just, you know, before this next season starts, let's not look at any season in particular, but let's just, like, look at the whole show, which I feel like I don't think they've ever done. I mean, we've had, like, random specials. We've had spinoffs. We had CT getting married to that one crazy bitch. But, like, we haven't had one – hour-long thing that says, like, let's just look at the challenge as a whole and talk about
0: it. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't have said better myself. So what else, Alex, Andy? What else do we want to talk about tonight? That was kind of the recap of both. Uh,
1: there was There was one thing that I thought about after we were talking about TJ. But, I mean, if you're talking that much about TJ and you're showing these clips of him on the show – How do you not show the beads? The beads? Yes. Oh, my. That hand in the cookie jar? (laughs) Yes. I mean, that's one of his best scenes ever.
2: Maybe Um, maybe we'll get that next episode.
1: Can only hope. I mean, that that
0: scene, I vividly remember watching it, and I literally spit out water. That, you know, I think we, we bring this up all the time, but how classic it was, that TJ was probably just sitting in his little bunker, just waiting for the perfect moment. Just to, it was very like Corey brought up, like who's watching surveillance of me having sex with these people? And it's just it's just TJ, brought, you know, waiting for the right
2: moment uh, to well, strike. And, and let's also on the two hours that we got tonight, let's also spend a few minutes talking about the actual people that they interviewed in the challengers. Um, and kind of who we liked seeing, who, who kind of had the most action on, on screen. I was surprised they they waited very late to bring him on, but we got Landon. We got yeah. a, a couple mm-hmm. Landon interviews. Um, obviously bananas was heavy on there. Anissa was heavy on there in a few different ways. Um, you had, you had TJ. TJ looked great in his little interviews. Uh, they went, they went big on Wes. Um, who uh, who else? I mean, I, I I liked seeing a lot of them. Nani looked early, bad.
1: Early on, the the Miz and Mark Long, both of which were just made to be on camera, like it looked like they were just incredibly comfortable. Like there was. You just know who was on there that I was surprised?
0: I think it was one or two times. Pauly. I was surprised. Why why him?
2: I I think they I think they scraped the bottom of every barrel. Cow. You have to.
0: Well, they could have done a better job. I mean, if they would have gotten like Tony Reigns,
2: kind, kind John
0: of, John
2: kind of odd that they got Polly and not Kara at all. Some all are right. saying true. It. We got Laurel. Uh, no Emily. No we Teresa. Darrell. Dur- Darrell was pretty funny in a couple lines. Um, no
0: Teresa. No Naya. No- Dario was snubbed. That's
2: a great one. Adam oh. he goes. Um, Amanda. Oh, well, Amanda only had like one or two, but she looked pretty bad during it.
0: Uh, Tori was in there. Was Devin?
2: No, Devin. No, Jordan. Oh. Well, we got we got uh, Kim Kardashian. We got uh. Yeah, Gay what
0: can we? I I feel like the whole Kim Kardashian thing. I feel like they asked her. I don't know if you heard her lines. I don't think she spoke one word about the challenge. I don't think she said the challenge. I think they were like, MTV was like, so what do you think about the show The Kardashians? And she was just repeating, you know, lines or whatever about it. And then they were just like, okay, copy, paste, here we go. This is what she means about the challenge. Cha-ching,
1: boom. That's how I look. Yeah, it was, I mean, she said the only reason she watched it was because she wanted to just have her life filmed.
0: That yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: Like, he never said she liked the challenge. She was just like, I want people to follow me around with cameras. I'm
0: telling you right now, there was not one I think the the closest thing she said to something about the challenge was she said it's impressive after 40 seasons to have that following like still yeah. that strong. I think that was the only thing that you could make out that but I mean, maybe she was talking about Survivor. Maybe she was talking about SNL. I don't know. We'll see.
1: So any anything else uh, before we get into MVP, LVP? Yes, I've got a question. So there's still two more weeks? We don't know. It's, it's that's part it a- one of my question. That's part one of my question. Whoa. I thought it was hey. going to be three parts over three weeks, but then you throw a double episode week one and it's like. That's what I thought. So is this a six part?
2: I thought it was three parts. If anybody in the chat knows, let us know. I thought it was going to be one part, one week, one part, one week, one part, one week. They kind of sandbagged us with the two parts tonight. So the third part I think is next week, and then I just don't know if there's anything the next week after that.
0: Well, You can't say it's a three-week series. <laughs> two, two
2: weeks. But did they say it was a three-week series? or three? I
1: thought parts? I saw something. I thought I saw a logo or something saying three weeks. It might have been three-part series. I don't know. Well, let's we'll get the stats department on that. But as our stats department is on that, my real question is: What, what we the gonna hell are they going to be talking about next? Especially <laughs> if it is three weeks and there's minimum two more episodes, potentially four. Again, even if there's just one, what are we going to talk about? The skull? The skull twist? Maybe. That's what I'm
2: saying. Cause they they got us to the end of the timeline. They spent the last twenty minutes talking about finals. I think and there was a quick preview about it. I think the next hour would be like I'm guessing like one segment that's like best elimination rounds, one that's like best uh, you know, political moves, one that's like best hookups. I don't know. Like I I think it's gonna be more of a a highlight of all 30 fucking seasons.
1: Well and you know what that sounds like it sounds like BME yet again is taking another page from the stir the pod book. Surprise, they, they're surprise. essentially take taking our Mount Rushmores and putting them into an episode. Yes. Are we are we surprised? I I mean I'm seeing stuff that says it's a three week documentary. From MTV.com. <laughs> we could be in for six parts. And if that's not the most Buda Murray thing I've ever heard, like I mean that's that's almost I'm, just I'm, 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 I'm telling yeah. you right now, if this is a six
0: part thing, that third week I'm not I'm not recording. We if we we won't record and we'll, we'll do our preview show. I, I I I don't know what else we would talk about. We have to
2: oh Fuck,
0: are next you seeing it
2: next week, the twenty eighth? Wait, wait, is it another two hours? It's, boys, um. <laughs> we got, we got a six parter.
1: That's what I'm saying. We're one third in. Wait, wait, really wait, so what? What are these next all two
2: segments right. called? All right, all right. So, so a week from now, we have at eight o'clock. The segment, the whole hour is called Against All Odds. The second hour, a week from now, is called The Goats. Two weeks from now, so October 5th, uh, the first part is called Love Is Not A Game. And the second part is called Expect The Unexpected.
0: So, So you're talking about best romances, best moments, Best eliminations, best in Mount Rushmore. In the, uh,
1: <laughs> the tour season, the Champions Tour, or whatever the hell. Legend Tour, God. Legend is the goats. We've done Mount Rushmores for all the other ones. This is bananas, Johnny. Johnny. Oh, come on. God, we can't
2: actually do
1: that. I mean, we're
2: we're gonna we're gonna have to talk about what we want to do because. Those last two parts come on October fifth, which is seven days before season thirty-eight starts. And obviously, as all the listeners know, before season thirty-eight starts, we got to get our cast preview out there. That's a big, that's a big episode for us every year. We do Sounds the full power rankings, so we'll, we'll we'll figure it out. Maybe we we might have to skip some episodes of this sixth part, or we'll, we'll see.
1: Spoiler alert. Fezzy's dead last on my power rankings. All right. With that being said,
0: it's our favorite time of the day. A little MVP, LVP time. Uh, Chat, you guys know what to do. First response that we get will determine the order of MVP, LVP. Um, I don't know. This one's kind of interesting. Uh, I feel like this one could go off the rails a little bit as well.
2: Um, Have we been off the rails yet?
0: Just a little. I knew Andy was a live golf guy. Yes, he's yeah, a huge.
1: Makes no. It makes no huge.
0: sense. Yeah, he's got a t-shirt. Okay, Mikey the Doctor, first response. Alex, Trev, Andy. Alex, Trev, and Andy, MVP, LVP. Alex kicking us off. MVP, who you got?
2: Easiest MVP I've ever given. TJ Lavin. Mm. The GOAT. He was on there for a good 30 minutes straight tonight. Just an absolute legend. We've talked up his legendness and his MVP status on here many times. He's probably top of the leaderboards. Maybe we we need to revisit that soon. Um, but I mean, this was just an easy, easy time to give TJ an MVP.
0: Fair. Uh, I feel like we're. This is going to be a just a classic MVP list. Uh, my MVP is gonna have to be the STP community. It's great to be back boys and girls. And uh, you know, I'm excited for the next 25 weeks with y'all. So uh, it's gonna be bonkers. I mean, just think the next time you'll see me, I'll be half an age older. <laughs> so,
1: Andy, who you got MVP? What? Um, <laughs> I think my MVP for tonight is gonna be John Murray. Um, Without him, we're not here talking about this today. He is the godfather. This is his brainchild, and it's caused millions of people decades of
2: joy.
0: Great pick. Great great pick. pick. LVP. First
2: time I've ever seen the guy's face. Mm -hmm.
1: All right, my pick for LVP is going to be the production weather radar. Oh, I mean, I don't get how that's not a factor when you're starting this brand new idea and you're going in like hurricane country to film. And you just overlook the fact that nope, as we're supposed to shoot day one, there's a hurricane.
0: Great pick. Uh My LVP is going to be Wes's partner. God. Uh <laughs> I think that was one of the smirkiest things of the EP. Um, I just think it happened. So, I mean, it happened. Like you, it's a part of the history. You don't, you don't not say Barry Bonds' name. You don't say a lot of these other MLB players. It's part of the history, it's part of the game. It's it's like a few years ago uh when they showed like D. It was D, correct? D obviously horrible actions that she did. Uh, but you can't just edit her out of it. It just it takes away from the history of the challenge and stuff like that. And uh, LVP tonight is Wes's partner.
2: Great pick. That was. So is, cool. that, that, was is cool. that Wes's partner or Kenny?
0: No, Wes's partner. Okay, I want to make sure it's Wes's partner.
2: Okay, um, I'm up for LVP. My top two picks both fell to me. Um. <laughs> I think i'm gonna go i'm just gonna I'm just gonna go Jimmy hated seeing her on my screen,
0: oh Jimmy, I thought you said Jimmy I was like Pedrotro
2: no Jimmy or whatever I don't know how the fuck what I'm just out on Jimmy. um wasn't interested in seeing her on my screen at all I mean hasn't even been on a season in like fucking six seasons or whatever no interest that was a quick like oh but she's an on- all star Jimmy's on, Jimmy's on TV. Let me check my phone. Let me tweet something. That was very easy. So I'm going to LBP Jimmy.
0: Honorable mention, Alex?
2: My honorable mention was going to be uh, Anissa. But <laughs> I'm guessing with season 38, I'll have a few times to to give her one. So
1: Well, that depends on the order.
2: <laughs> I, I do have – How long she lasts.
1: Oh, she'll be in and out. I got another honorable mention. I can't, I couldn't think about how to- Phrase describe it. describe it, but I think I'll just call them the dinosaurs in a sense of the people who are still on this show that were on that old. And like, you can see Veronica when she first started the challenge and the fact that she's like still here. And like Anissa, there's probably like six of them on here where you're just like, oh my God, it was that long ago. When you were, when you started on this show, I mean, that's just get a life.
2: It, and it makes you think about because they showed some of the footage from back in the early 90s about some of the other people who, like, you have no idea who they are because guess what? They were on the road rules, real world, whatever, in 1993, and they had a couple fun years, and then they got a job, and then they got married and had a family and haven't thought about this franchise in 20 years. Meanwhile, Anissa's. Coming back looking for the buffet on season 38.
0: Making out with popcorn muscles. Um exactly. So yeah. That was our uh, STP Untold History recap show. Anything else before we sign off? We're back. We're back. We're back.
2: We're back. We're back. We'll we'll figure out the schedule, but bottom line is we'll get a, a full season. Rider dies. Rider dies, what we'll call it. Rider dies season preview before the 12th October 12th
1: what one last honorable mention for MVP that's kind of like a last like thought as well is like I'd give an honorable mention for um Vuna Murray for making this thing six fucking parts I mean that's just the the, the like, death taxes BME is gonna milk anything they can for as long as they can like turn turn this into a six-part series that's just the tip of the hat respect with the two
0: yeah insane insane so uh thank you guys for listening to a brand new stir the pod podcast show up and your host trevor you can follow us on twitter at stir the pod you can also follow us why am i forgetting our stuff stir underscore the underscore pod on instagram so shout out duffy love you guys Bye bye
2: love you guys